Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. Amy and I like to talk about topics that we feel are relevant for our audience. And the topic this week is our top tips to deal with September stress. There's certain things that happen consistently every year that cause us stress for a variety of reasons. I know for me, it's like the, the end of the summer, the kids go back to school, fall sports are starting, we start ramping up for the holidays, and then something that I'll get into in a little bit is the anniversary of September 11th every year. So we thought it would be a good thing. We, we assume that other, especially working moms, are dealing with the same kind of uh, stressors at this time of year. So we thought it'd be good to, in real time, you know, talk about how we are actually dealing with these things, right? Yes, definitely. I mean, I agree. I'm not in the same season that you are with kids being pulled in every direction for sports or extracurricular activities, but... It just so happens that in my family, I know that we literally have a birthday or a celebration like every week from here on out for the rest of the year. And then the holidays ramp up and it's just a super busy time of the year. And even though I'm not in school right now, like we don't go back to school. Our kids are going back to school, of course. But I always felt like September was that like rebirth of, okay, what am I going to do to make the last four months of the year the most productive or what do I have coming up on my radar? And being more proactive about it now in the month of September always feels to be like setting me up for success for the months to come. And maybe to try and like stave off that immense amount of stress that everybody gets November, December time of year, you know? I mean, it's obviously a lot of personal stressors, but you just brought up a good business stressors too, because we're entering the fourth quarter. So you have business goals. You know, I know at least for this year, we've looked every quarter, right? At, you know, where we are, where we want to go. And if you set goals for yourself in the beginning of the year and you now thinking to yourself, oh my God, it's September. I have one quarter left to achieve the goals that I set for myself in the beginning of the year. That can be stressful too, from a business and professional standpoint. So our first tip is to identify your stressors. So as I said before, for me, this is huge. And I know it's pretty consistent every year, but this week in particular, probably just because it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11, but it's been... Like I was telling Amy before we got on the podcast, like I am exhausted this week. I can't focus. And so every day I was sitting at my desk yesterday and I'm like, what is wrong with me? I messaged Amy on Teams. I'm like, I can't do anything today. 
I can't focus. I don't know what is going on. And I thought to myself, you know what? This week in particular, it's probably the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Now we're only in the second week of September. So immediately prior to this, my kids went back to school. So it's a whole circus around that, getting my oldest started middle school, my other two are still in elementary school, but getting their schedules. For my oldest, you know, we had to take him to school, walk his schedule, figure out where he's going. And then I was anxious for him, which really isn't like me. I was anxious for him just starting in a new school. I hope he's going to be okay. I hope he, you know, all the things that come with being a mom. And then they're starting fall sports. So we have flag football practice. We have fall baseball practice. Kaylee does karate. So it's like, and this is just my personal life. So this isn't, this doesn't even have anything to do with work. So, you know, just so many things going on. So I was able to identify what was really stressing me out this week. Don't you think that's helpful to identify it first? Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, this week in particular, just to jump off of the 9-11 aspect that you're talking about too, is that for us, because we are from the New York, New Jersey area, it hits particularly hard this time of year, every year. And I know that I have relatives across the country and over the years have talked about how the impact of is clearly different. Not to say that it's not still hurtful and still a stressor for everybody else as, as a nation. It was an attack on our country. But suffice it to say that we are closer to it in proximity. We are closer to it because maybe we have people that were directly affected by it. So it really does take a toll on your energy for this week. So I think one of the things that you were going through is like all of that is bubbling under the surface for the week. And it really just started to drain your energy in a way that you couldn't initially figure it out. And then everything else became more stressful as a result. And it kind of snowballed. But the fact that you were able to really identify it was like, oh, okay, I know what that is now. And now let me figure out what tips or what things I can do to really address that stressor and maybe soothe it in some way. And for me, so I can't believe it was 20 years ago, but for me, I was actually there that day. It's literally like it was yesterday. Like, so every year, you know, I'll think about it through the year and it doesn't matter that it's been 20 years through the year, the year I'll think about it a little bit, but as we approach the anniversary every year, I always notice that of course, you know, all the specials are on TV and, and, you know, so I'm thinking about it more, but so the day that we're recording this is September 10th and remembering 20 years ago tonight, I was in my last year of law school. I I'm so a third year law student, like totally stressed out, driving in my car up the West Side Highway. It was monsooning out. And it's amazing that 20 years later, it's still like, like the stress just comes right back. And it was monsooning and I'm sit crying <laughs> like a fool, crying in my car, sitting in traffic. You remember what the third year of law school was like? It's like, oh, yeah. So stressful yeah. so i'm sitting on the west side highway stopped in bumper to bumper traffic it's pouring rain and i'm like there is literally no way that i'm doing this again tomorrow i will not get in my car tomorrow i will not sit in traffic tomorrow i am taking the train which i had done all summer the the summer before because i interned actually right across from the world trade center so i was like i'm taking the train i'll do my summer route and i'm not driving and then I woke up on that day and it actually the weather, it's a beautiful day today. I mean, it reminded me when I walked outside this morning, that day 
was gorgeous. Do you remember? Like the weather was ridiculous. It was the cleanest day. It was amazing. Split second decision. I was like, you know what? I'm going to drive today. Even after that horrible night home, the night, the night before. And thank God I did that because I would have been walking out of the path station in the trade center right when the first plane hit. So, you know, it's just so amazing how stress affects you because, you know, I remember the feeling I was sitting in my of all classes, corporate tax. I was sitting in my <laughs> corporate tax class, worst class ever. And I had a friend who sat next to me and she wasn't there. And everybody's running in and out like, oh my God, a plane hit the Trade Center. What do we do? My teacher was like standing there, like didn't know what to tell anybody. And I remember feeling like, oh my God, I hope she's okay. And I literally ran, got in my car, drove and saw the buildings burning and stuff like that in my rearview mirror. And it's literally like, it's been seared into my brain for 20 years. So the feeling of going back, you know, my law school was seven block, eight blocks from the trade center. So I had to go back down there. I remember the smell, like you remember these things. And I know how I start to feel as we approach this anniversary every year. Right. So being able to identify that, whether it's something serious like 9-11 or it's normal stuff, like your kids going back to school, whatever it is, being able to actually identify what your stressors are and then actually determine which stressors can be, if it's something that can be delegated, if it's something that can be eliminated or can be dealt with in some other way. Obviously my stress from 9-11 is not something I delegate or eliminate. Right. But even if it's like, you're so busy, you don't want to keep cleaning your house, hire somebody to help you. Like, is it something, you know, that you can delegate to somebody else to relieve your stress a little bit? Yeah. I actually, so funny, it has, it is not of the magnitude of what the stressor that you just described about remembering 9-11 in your experience, but I'll tell you a stressor for a mom with a toddler at home this week that literally was ready to pull her hair out because, and I, I, I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's just, man, four-year-olds are tough. Listen, so, and I, actually your voice was in my head when I was thinking about oh, this God. way to resolve it. I'm telling you, I learned all of my parenting gems from Laura <laughs> over the years. So my daughter, I was fighting us tooth and nail yesterday morning. She was exhausted, didn't want to go to school. And she was fighting me to pick out an outfit for school and get dressed for school. And I remembered in my brain, I was like, Laura Katina told me that when she hit this stage with Kaylee and with the boys, you were like, that's it. We are picking out your clothes the night before or at the beginning of the week, you're going to have them set aside. I remember you showing me, you had a picture of like a shoe rack that you put all of their clothes in and it was brilliant. So yesterday after this whole charade in the morning, which stressed me out, by the way, it's seven 30 in the morning. I've already done my morning routine. My headspace is great. I'm so pumped for the day. I've got a lot of work to do. I've got a lot of things to handle. And I could not handle the stress of a four-year-old arguing with me over <laughs> what outfit to wear. And so I, I stood back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get through this morning episode with her. And from this point forward, what we're going to agree upon is she either is going to pick out her clothes the night before and she gets to decide what she wears 
or if it has to be done in the morning, mommy and daddy are picking it out and that's it. Like that is the new rule. Love it. And it's a stressor. It's, it, we're real talk here. We're working moms. We have kids at home that drive us crazy as all kids do. It's their right and their whatever. It's their mission, I guess. And I had to stop and realize, okay, how can I deal with this? Because I cannot have my day set up this way every single day. I cannot deal with the tantrum every morning. It is exhausting. By the time I got to my desk yesterday morning, I'm like, I need a second cup of coffee already. Like this is ridiculous. So yeah, I had to deal with it. And now hopefully I have eliminated that stressor because I put it on an autopilot. And that's something I think is important too, is that, you know, for Laura, having this epiphany that this week is very energy draining because of the anniversary of 9-11, because what that brings up inside of you, you can mark on your calendar next year and say, okay, remember, next year in September, the week prior to September 11th, my energy is probably going to tank. So how can I plan around that? How can I take control of the situation and not let that completely affect me and deplete me, but actually be proactive about it? And that's the point. Yeah, and which, which builds right into the next point, which is how do you reduce those stress levels? Well, the importance of self-care. So if I know that a certain time period, I'm not going to be at the top of my game, I'm going to be tired, I'm going to be emotionally drained, I can plan around that, but yep. also do things that I know will help me to reduce that stress. So, for, and I know for you too, Amy, for both of us, it's obviously having our solid morning routine. Definitely exercise is, is my go-to. It, and it always has been. So yes, I started creating a morning routine about seven, seven years ago or so. But even like when I was in college, when I was in law school studying for the bar exam, like my go-to was always the gym. So now I don't go to the gym, but I work out at home and I always make sure I incorporate that into my morning. So I knew, I forget which day this week it was, but I was so just lack of energy, not feeling it. And I said, you know what? I need something upbeat today. So I did a Peloton ride with my favorite. He's hilarious. Cody Riggs, my favorite. He's hilarious. <laughs> and I felt better after I did it. So I know because we are so adamant about self-care, I know the things that I can lean on that will help me get through those times. We also work out or I work out now and I for the past couple of years in a like quote unquote virtual gym in the morning. So it's just on zoom. Everybody's on mute, but I logged in yesterday morning and one of the women that's there every day with me 4:30 AM, she was waving to me and smiling. And I was like, you know what? This just literally made my day. So I know that those things jumping into the virtual gym every morning, getting my workout in eating healthy food last night, believe it or not, the kids all had flag football practice. I was oh. home by myself. What did you do? Never happens. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, and you know, the day I had yesterday, I was so off. I did a 20 minute meditation. Amazing. Well, they were out. And because I know that that will like bring me back to earth, yep. help calm me down. And it really, really helped. So, you know, identify those things that you know work for you that you can lean on during times like this. And so funny because yesterday, remember I tell you about that, that CLE I took in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. I want to be completely honest here. 
I had every intention of turning on this CLE. The topic was stress management, by the way, so how appropriate. <laughs> I had every intention of turning the CLE on, having it side by side with the motion papers that I'm writing this week, and continuing to do my work while kind of half listening to the CLE. And I stopped myself in my tracks because I was like, you know what? It is one hour of my day. It is a topic that is so important to me because I, I, I will stand on a soapbox all day long. This profession does not have to be as uncontrollably stressed as it is if you are armed with the right tools to manage that stress. And I am so happy that I had the forethought and had the kick in the butt to be like, nope, that's it. Close the motion papers for now. Put this on full screen, sit here and pay attention. And I got so much out of that one hour of just really soaking in this topic, the, the tools that this attorney had given us. She talked about the burnout of her life six years ago, where she got physically sick from working herself to the bone and from letting stress completely overtake her. And so how many attorneys does that happen to? But, but you know what? It reminded me. Um, she ended up in the, the emergency room and she had like at the trifecta of a stomach virus, a sinus infection, something else. And the doctors were like, the only thing that you are telling us for, given your history is that you are overworked and you're stressed. You were working 10 hour days or 16 hour days for 14 days straight. That's not healthy. And it reminded me of a time where actually it was the beginning of 2019. And I remember, you'll remember this. I remember it. Yep. was having rolling panic attacks because I was going through a lot personally and professionally. And I was at home in my living room. I will never forget this by my front windows in my house, calling my husband saying, I think that I might be having a heart attack. I'm, I'm having these panic attacks every five minutes. Like you need to bring me to the hospital. I was so stressed. And it was finally that, that wake up call for me to be like, I need to get a handle on this. And since then it's been my mission and I haven't had a panic attack since then. It's been my mission to bring awareness and bring mindfulness to the way that I conduct myself in this profession. And I, you know, I'm sitting in the, the hospital room on the bed and I remember texting you and saying like, hey, I have a conference call at 3.30. Can you help me out? Because yeah. I'm in the hospital and I don't know when I'm getting discharged. Even that, the fact that I'm concerned when I'm sitting there like, wondering what's going on and I'm still not turning it off. You know, it's these little wake up calls that unfortunately some of us that are so stubborn and can't see it and can't stop it. It'll take that kind of wake up call for you to be realizing like you got to tone it down. You, you got to get this under control. And Did so I ever tell you that that happened to me? No. It was the summer before we started working together and it wasn't a panic attack, okay. but I have for 20 years, well, how old am I? More than, probably about 23 years now, just suffered with acid reflux. Right. And it's all stress induced. And I ended up in the summer of 2008 in the emergency room because I was having such bad stomach pain that I was literally doubled over. Like couldn't move, I was in so much pain and they said it, they were like, it's like Harper. That's it. We, we, we don't have anything else to diagnose you with. Like it's stress. 
And so I remember what I was going through at that time at work and it always came back to work stress. And even then I didn't learn because I continued to just live that stressed out, constantly focused on what I had to do at work for the next several years. That didn't happen to me again after that, but that stress can make you physically sick. Mm-hmm. So being able to identify what your stressors are and taking time to sit through a CLE on stress management. Yeah. Who cares? Like, did it really set you back? No, it didn't actually, because we did a guided meditation and I told you this, we did a guided meditation that was five minutes long, probably not even five minutes, but it, it felt like a lifetime because I don't sit still for very long and it felt so much longer than it was. And after, but afterwards I felt relaxed. My brain felt less foggy. I just felt good. And I know that that's the effects that I have from meditation. I did a meditation this morning because I know I'm under a deadline and I can't afford to go into and approach my work today with a foggy brain and under stress. I need to be clear. I need to be focused. And I have a plan for the day, almost down to the minute, what my day is going to look like. I have it scheduled out so that I make sure that I can get everything done. And that's how I identify, identifying the stressor, my deadline, determine if I can eliminate, delegate it, or have to deal with it. I got to deal with it. And what do I do in order to make sure that I can meet this stressor and keep it under control? I took care of myself this morning. I got up and did my morning routine. I made sure I did a meditation and I planned out my day. And that's going to set me up for success for this one stressor out of the bazillion that we have in daily life. And there's always going to be stress. Yep. There's always going to be stress. Now, certain times will be more stressful than others. Like this time of year just always happens to be, you know, an increase in stress levels. So being able to, just to recap, identify the stressor, determine whether you can delegate, eliminate, or deal with it. There are various ways to, to do all of those. And, you know, if you can't delegate it to somebody else or somehow eliminate it, there are so many ways to, to deal and cope with it, to reduce your stress levels, like, you know, self-care, doing meditation. There are so many tools and people, like, there are so many free tools at our disposal today. Go onto YouTube and find a meditation. Like you don't have to pay for any of this stuff. You don't, you can find workouts on YouTube. Like you can find all this stuff for free on the internet. (laughs) And so there are so many tools at your disposal to deal with whatever stressors you're identifying that can really help um, and that have really helped us. So we hope that these tips have been helpful for you and we look forward to speaking with you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.